Hi, I'm Eduardo Minet, and what we are doing is we are making sound. Hello, Eduardo. How are you? Ah, uh, good. And you, Jan? Finally, here we nice, are. Nice to nice to finally connect. Yeah. Uh, welcome <laughs> to Making Sound with Jan Close. This is episode number sixty with uh, future rock star Eduardo <laughs> Minet is here. Hi, everybody. Um, well, yeah, I'm Eduardo Minet. I'm an artist, a Mexican actor, singer, and musician. And well, Jan, thanks, thanks for, for having me here. So welcome, man. Folks, uh, it's great to be back here with another episode of, our, of the show. Welcome to the show and welcome, Eduardo, to the show. All the way from Mexico. Are you in Mexico City right now? No, well, I'm in Mexico, but I'm uh, in another city, so close to Mexico City. It's like an hour uh, from Mexico City, so yeah. What's the name of the town you're in? Toluca, weird name. Well, can you can you spell that? Yeah, T O L U C A. Toluca, that's cool. Yeah, folks, if you don't know this young man. First of all, I think I think Eduardo, you are you are our youngest guest so far. Really? Since we started, huh. I think so. Yes. So, folks, yeah. get this: Eduardo is sixteen. He just turned sixteen. Yeah. On in on February, February, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is it's pretty awesome. So and uh, so, if, if you don't know who this guy is, if you've seen the the most recent Clint Eastwood movie, the kid that's in that film. Yeah. Named in the film named Rafa, Rafa, as in Rafael, yeah, is Eduardo, who I'm speaking to right now, and he is also a, he's born he's from Mexico, he's born in Mexico, and uh, other than the the movie Crime Macho, he's also in several TV shows in Mexico. One is yeah. called Papa e Toda Madre. Yeah. Yeah, and then you were also in a Broadway musical that runs in Mexico called Billy Elliot. Yeah, were you Billy Elliot in that show? No, I was Michael. You were uh, Michael, his, yeah. his friend. Yeah, uh, did you did you watch the movie? I love the movie. Yeah, well, I'm Michael. Um, yeah, that I don't know the character in the movie and on the musical. It's kind of different, you know, because. Uh, for example, if you watch the musical, you'll see that Michael has his own uh, dance, his own uh, song. So yeah. it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. So I, I was mean, Michael. It's so you're 16. You've you've done a lot already. And just so you know, people figure out how you and I met on Instagram. Believe it or not. Yeah. So yeah. we we started we started chatting, and I was like, hey, you know, do you want to come on my show? And you were like, yeah, sure. So just just you know it it's um the right things happen at the right time and if it's meant to be it does. And we actually had a couple of uh we had to move the taping a couple of times because you started filming a new movie. Yeah. And and yeah. that just that just finished. Can you is there anything you can tell us about the project that you're currently working on? And then I want yeah, to ask well, you about Clint and all that stuff. Yeah, what I can tell you about this new film uh, it's a Mexican movie. Uh, when I finished uh, Cry Macho, it was like, I, ha I have to do something uh, in Mexico, like something important in Mexico. And I wanted to do a movie, you know, and I was looking for an opportunity. Um, then I got, uh, I received an email with a casting uh, with a director that I was going to work with him like five years ago. But well, something happens. I, I don't remember what happens, but I couldn't. But I was like, hmm, I really wanted to work with this director. Uh, so now when I when I started casting, I said that his name is Gibran, Gibran Aswad. He's a Mexican director. Um, I said that he was going to be on the movie, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is mine. So, yeah, I started to talk with him. Uh, I was in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I had to travel to Mexico City and I had some meetings with him. We were talking about the project and well, then finally he told me like, okay, uh, you are the guy that I want in the movie. So we started to film the movie on February, actually. 
Like I actually the day of my birthday, 19 February 19th, we started to the shootings. Happy birthday almost belated. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, we started to to film the movie. Uh pretty cool. Uh, I I'm not sure if I can tell you the story because yeah, uh, we just That's finished. okay. Yeah, you're a professional. You know that you can't talk about everything just yet, Yeah, but it, but out. well when when the movie comes out uh I can I can stay here to talk about the movie. Yeah, man, you'll um, come back. You'll come back when the movie yeah. is out. Yeah. So, so, so can you can you tell us uh, if you are uh, you don't know the name of the film yet? I, you, yes, I know. Can, can you say the name of the movie or not yet? Uh, Just call your lawyer quickly. Just kidding. Uh, no. Uh, no, I if don't you think can, so. But, okay, don't say it yet. Don't say it yet. So you, you'll come yeah. back. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, that, that's why we had to get uh, delayed. And then, um, uh, uh, let's see, I, I had, uh, oh yeah, I had um, John Mayon fill in for you. John Mayon from Elton John's band. Oh, really? It was on that day that you were supposed to be on. And he had huh. emailed me. Yeah, this was crazy, right? So talk about yeah. synergy. So he had emailed me from an email I think I sent to him in January or something. And I said, because he was, he was like, I want to come back on the show. This was his second time on. Uh -huh. He's on tour. He's on tour with Elton John right now. They're they're yeah. playing all over, mm -hmm. and uh, he said, "Hey, I would love to, you know, come back." And you know, is that date still still good? And I said, "No, it's not actually. It got booked." And uh, and then you you were like, "Oh, you know, this is you know, I have to shoot that day, and uh, you know, can we move my session?" And and so I emailed John and I said, "Do you want to fill in for Eduardo Minette?" <laughs> oh, and, and he was like, "Sure." So he came on and we talked about Elton and the tour because he's on tour with Elton John right now, and that was uh, it was a really fun chat. Yeah. And then last week we had Michael Bram from Jason Mraz band. Do you know who Jason Mraz is? The singer, singer songwriter, Jason Mraz. He's an American singer songwriter. You probably know the song "I'm Yours." You probably know that tune. Well, but, uh, I mean, I think if I listen like a, one of his songs, probably I know him. But you might know it then, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So, all right. So, so this is uh, you know you have you've had a very interesting uh, uh, life, you know, really already, and yeah. and you know you're only 16. You just turned 16. Uh, you're the same age as my nephew. And, oh really? Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, huh. his name is Ben. He's there in Germany now. He's in, or actually, they're in France right now. So hmm. you know, um, I got on great with my with my nephew, and uh, it's it's really it's kind of really fun because it reminds me of when I was your age, you know. And I when I first uh, came to the U.S. as an exchange student, yeah, from Germany, I was sixteen, and you know, it was, it was oh. the best, best of times. You know, it was a great adventure. And I can only imagine like the the excitement and the adventure that you must be experiencing, you know. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to figure out is how do you balance all of this stuff? While I'm, I'm assuming you're still in school, or did you quit? I hope not. No, I'm still in school, but online. Yeah. So, you, I, so everything happens online. Was that? How did you get affected by the pandemic? Do you? Can you talk a little bit about that? Or yeah, well. I was doing my, my life in Mexico City. Um, I was already on online school before the pandemic. So I, I didn't have... It was already on online school. Wow. Yeah, I was already in online school before the pandemic. So yeah. I, I, I didn't have any problem with that. Um, but yeah, um, on the pandemic, I... I had to move to another, uh, to live to another city called Querétaro here in Mexico. Um, because, well, we, we, we have a, a house there and we just had that house, like a rest house, you know, like to go on weekends on that stuff. And we said like, your family. Yeah. My parents said like, Oh, well, okay, let's go to that house. Uh, say there like two weeks. But then they decided to say they're like, you know, to to live our, our normal life. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, that's basically. So, were you in I, Mexico City before that? Yeah, were you in Mexico City. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in Mexico City. Then, well, I was doing my life there, and I had to 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 go to the U.S. to to film the crime show. Yeah. So, yeah, I was in Querétaro, then I had to move to Albuquerque, New Mexico, 
Those are like two months, something like that, doing the movie. Then uh, I went back to Mexico. Um, then I went back to Albuquerque to study my English. Um, and then, well, uh, I had to, to to come back here to to film the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about how you, uh, first of all, your English is good. Like, how long have you been speaking English now? Uh, since I was like so, so young, uh, because when I was, I was born in Mexico and then like, uh, a few months ago, uh, we, we moved to Canada to live. So the first language that I, that I learned was English. I actually came back to Mexico and my parents told me that I didn't know how to speak Spanish. Wow. Um, yeah. And then on my school, my school has been always bilingual. But if I tell you a secret, I have never paid attention on the on, on my classes. So that's, I don't know, that's listening, really, uh, listening songs, yeah, listening music, um, reading, uh, watching movies. Um, when I really learned English was doing Cry Macho because in a crew nobody nobody speaks uh, Spanish. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I had to to stay all my, all my days speaking English. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. That's how I basically learned English. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. So, yeah. so tell us how you, or how did for this movie? So, you know, if, for those of you that out there that don't know, Clint Eastwood is, I'm a big fan of Clint Eastwood's movies and that's kind of how I found you. Because I've yeah. always, you know, I've always loved his films, um, especially the ones he did in the last 10, 20 years. Some really good movies there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a great writer and also a musician. Mm -hmm. And also wrote the music for a lot of his films, which yeah. is, you know, you and I are both musicians. Yeah. But, you know, I've also acted, you know, you act, mm -hmm. you dance, you know, so it's like a multifaceted you know, you're a multifaceted artist, just like Clint Eastwood is. You know, he's a great writer. He's a great director. He's a, he's plays piano. He writes yeah. songs. You know, he uh, he know you know he knows how to. He acts obviously, mm -hmm. and uh, he directs. So so there's like a whole you know, it, it's a really wide range of of talent, and I I feel like that kind of talent attracts other talent that is similar, right? Mm -hmm. And you know you're also a musician, so I'm I'm trying to figure out and and a dancer, and um, so I'm trying to figure out first of all how did you how did you meet Clint or how did Clint Eastwood or his whoever you know you were working with how did they find you and how many people auditioned for the role of Rafa in Cry Macho? Yeah, well, uh, we met uh, the first day uh, rolling the movie. Um, how I got the opportunity was uh, in casting. Uh, I have my managers here in LA. Uh, they send me the, the casting. And well, those can the, the those kind of castings, you don't receive the like Hollywood castings always, like every day, you know, it's like uh, especially if you are not in the US. Um, so yeah, uh, I received the casting on my email. Uh, I, I read the email and it said like uh, casting for a Hollywood movie uh, director Clint Eastwood and I was like no wait no uh, no because you know those are like uh, a lot of people does uh, are auditioning for those castings you know so I was like mm, no no way. But well, anyways, I did a casting. I've so, you, casting so you decided to go to LA anyway for the casting. Was the casting in LA? No, uh, it was a video casting. Oh wow! Yeah, it was video no casting. Way. They sent me. Wow. They sent me two scenes. Yeah, they sent me two scenes. Mm -hmm. uh, I prepared those scenes with my acting coach, and I just did the, the casting. I sent the casting, and you know when I do a casting, I always try to let it go. You know. Good. Uh, I have always a lot of things to do, so yeah, uh, I yeah I did a casting and I, I just let it go, and then like a month uh, after, uh, my managers called me and they told me like, hey, do you remember this casting? Well, you got the role, and I was like, what? 
what no and they tell me like yes you, you get a role and you'll have to travel like in two weeks to new mexico to start uh the, the movie that's crazy so they didn't actually call you in for a callback they just gave you the role remotely yeah Damn. yeah just with uh, just with one casting wow yeah yeah so, but they but they knew kind of who you were because in mexico you've been on television since you were a little boy yeah you've been you've been doing tv for several years there plus mm -hmm. they probably knew that you could they probably knew about billy elliott as well well i don't know they never told me something about that but it's on IMDb. your resume obviously yeah yeah it's on my imdb and yeah sure all sure. of that yeah but what they told me is that uh, for the audition they received 300 castings that's it that's not much actually 300 no 300 wow. yeah you know it, it it was like you know we watched this movie here at home and um and i thought wow this is so different like this is not like your usual clint eastwood movie it's it's still yeah. Clint, you know. It's still him. Like his energy is amazing. He still, he still has the character. I mean, and he's ninety one, right? He's ninety one years old, or something. Yeah, ninety two now. I mean, this year he's gonna be ninety two. So geez. yeah. So this guy has like energy, like to to no end. It's amazing, and um, you know, we 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 loved the film. Like it was just so. It was so charming, and it was such a. Um, very honest and and you know really just a just a very down-to-earth story and the way it was shot and you know his character in it your character in it you know yeah so you you kind of play this sort of uh uh, uh you know kid who's kind of a problem child right like that's a good way to kind of describe it right you're kind of you're kind of difficult you've got you've got some issues and you've you're in Mexico and your father lives in the United, in, in the movie, your, your father lives in the United States. Yeah. And he tasks Clint Eastwood's character with going to Mexico to get you. Yeah. And, and, you know, your character, you know, Rafa, he's completely uninterested in leaving. He's like, I don't want to be bothered. You know, I, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. But somehow, somehow you know the i don't i don't want to give too much away for those that haven't seen it yet it's really charming and but somehow he convinces you to to leave and yeah. in the in turn in turn in during all of this all kinds of other things happen and it's quite an adventurous movie and it's and it's beautiful it has a really you know it has a really beautiful and charming ending and it's a great story. And I thought, like, who is this guy? Like, he's he's really talented, you know? Oh, I mean, I knew Clint, you. obviously, and the other actors in it are good, too. You know, there's, the casting is great. So yeah. I, yeah, and then, you know, I uh, I found you, and, uh, and I was like, oh, you know, I wonder if this guy would be, you know, if he's amicable. And you were. You were so easy to talk to and get in touch with, you know, like, you, there weren't any, you were just like, you're down to earth. You're kind of like your character in that movie. Yeah. You know, so it was, it was really it was really nice that that worked out the way the way it did. Um, so I got to ask you about this, the, you know, getting back to the character itself. And I'm, you know, kind of saying you're kind of like the character. I'm sure you're not. You're a really nice guy. You're very, uh, thank you. you know, you're you're super cool. Um, but yeah. when you when you got into that role, like what about it? What about it attracted you? Like what about it in Raphael in Rafo? What yeah. did you find interesting as an actor? And why did you want to play that role? Yeah, well, first of all, um, he's the upside of me uh, in a lot of aspects. Uh, we are similar in the aspect that both are Mexicans. But that's it. Um, on, the, on our way to be, Rafa is so different than me. Um, how you said, I think I'm a relaxed guy uh you know with this uh good vibes but rafo he he's difficult uh, he's <laughs> he's a difficult guy um but well because of his life sorry he's how he is you know uh he lives on the streets on uh, mexico city 
hey, um, here's uh, some money uh, because he uses his 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 pet. It's a rooster. Uh, he fights he, uh, on the on the illegal uh, rooster fight. Um, his mom doesn't want him. Um, and he said that in the movie, uh, his father doesn't want him. Um, so yeah, uh, he has a difficult life. Uh, mm -hmm. but that's why he, that, that's why he is, uh, how he is, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's what I found, um, interesting about this role and well, uh, a movie in English uh, that it's not my language um, on another country uh, with Warner Bros with Clint Eastwood yeah those are the things that I found uh, interesting but yeah the first thing that I found interesting was the the character Ruffle um, because we are not similar and that's what I like of the characters you know mm -hmm. um, it was a, a challenge Mm -hmm. for me so so yeah uh, that's what I found interesting mm -hmm. um, and I'm so happy yeah man congratulations it's a big deal to get that kind of a part you know at, at this oh, early you. stage you know in your career and I'm sure you'll do many other things it's it's cool um, and so I want to ask you a little bit about uh, working with Clint and I'm a big fan yeah. right like yeah was he was he just like was he very easy to get like, tell me how what it, what it felt like when you first met him and when you when you when you first started rehearsing together you know as an actor how does how does he work how does it what does it felt what did it feel like to work with him as a you know in that in that capacity okay well out of cameras uh he's like he's like always relaxed <laughs> he's like hey eduardo he was like yeah hey eduardo how you doing um Did you rest? Uh, how's everything? Well, if you need something, let us know. Uh, and when we are, or, or well, when we were on the set, he was like the same, uh, relaxed. Uh, he was joking. Um, he was talking. Uh, he was asking me about Mexico. How's everything here? Uh, he told me that he has been here like uh, a couple of times. And he loves the food, uh, the beer, <laughs> um, the people. Yeah, he's he's amazing. And yeah, on the set he was so relaxed. He was like, "Okay, uh, everybody ready? Okay, let's do it." And we started to to act. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, uh, the the feeling and the set was always so cool. Uh, we never had like a moment, like a tension moment or something like that. We were always happy. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I well, at least in my case, I really enjoyed those moments because I was learning about Clint. You know, uh, in this case, he direct, he act, he produced, and he wrote uh, on the movie. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was learning. I was learning uh, as much as I could. So, yeah, it was it was a dream. It's a dream. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I can I can imagine. Um, so, uh, as far as the music goes, did you did you start? Uh, um, did you check out the music in the movie? Um, did you check out other films that Clint has done in the past? Like, did you did you kind of educate yourself in advance, or did you just yeah. go into it cold? No, yeah, you know, uh, I'm an actor and I'm always watching a lot of movies because that's my that's my homework. Um, so yeah, I obviously I, I before crime I already knew about Clint, you know, about his his movies, Gran Torino, um, Bridges of Madison, classic. I love westerns. In my case, I love westerns. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, uh, the the The, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I already know a lot uh, of claim before Crimacho. Crimacho, by the way, is the name of the rooster, correct? Macho. Oh, macho. And he's. Yeah. What is the reference? So tell us a little bit about the title and the the reference to crying. Yeah, it's kind well, of important. 
Yeah, I remember when when they sent me the the, the script. Uh, I, I read the title and it's a cry macho, and I was like, hmm, okay. Um, when I started to read the, the, the script, I saw that Rafa's pet, or well, Rafa's rooster, his name is Macho, and the, the, the reference is that Rafa has something about the word Macho. Um, he thinks that Macho is this strong personality um, that, oh, uh, if you're a man, you can't cry because you're a Macho. Matches don't cry. Um, he thinks that uh, Rafa, uh, he has like that idea about macho. Uh, and on the movie, he learns that that is not macho. Like macho, it's more like a, a way to be, but not like not like he thinks. You know, uh, he learns that macho is more like how you are with people. It doesn't matter if you're man or if you're a woman. Um, is that how you are with the people, how you are with the animals, how you are with your environment, how you are with your life? Um, yeah, uh, it's more like this uh, of your soul. It's some. It's more like that. Mm -hmm. uh, it's more like have a strong soul. Um, how I told you, it doesn't matter if you're a man or if you're a woman. And Clint's, or well, uh, Clint's character in the movie is uh, Mike. So Mike teaches Rafa that, like, like yeah, uh, macho, it's not how we think. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's why they, the title is Cry Macho, that because the movie sh uh, teaches that matches can cry mm -hmm. you know so so yeah th that's cool. basically the yeah uh yeah that yeah. that is basically why I cry macho mm -hmm. yeah it's it's um so this is kind of ties into some other stuff i wanted to ask you um so you you were in a tv show in mexico called papa y toda madre yeah how's my spanish pretty good yeah papa yeah, it's good. toda madre well it's papa toda madre <laughs> oh never mind yeah it's like i don't know how to say it in english uh, it's like well papa is that dad that, like father and all of the mothers no no it's more uh -huh. like uh cool dad uh-huh yeah it's because right. a toda madre it's like a an expression that we use here uh, in mexico like what is it so mean? cool ah. yeah so if you're in mexico eating uh and they ask you like how is the food you can say a toda madre like cool like good yeah so, so it, but it kind of means all mothers literally translated no yeah literally, is, all, everything madre is mother yeah yeah like literally that's the, the meaning it's really good like it's everything mother <laughs> Mm. <laughs> no, I'm, it's not like that. Yeah, it's how it's a literal like. translation. I'm doing a literal translation, but I that's a cool. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. In English, like it, it would be more like "cool dad" or "the coolest father" or something like that. Got yeah, it, got it. It so was a novel. Yeah, it's like it. That was a TV show. Um, I did that TV show after Billy Elliot. Um, and it's pretty cool. Uh, I don't remember so much this story, but it's about a lot of families and different families. For example, in my case, it was so nice because my family uh, was like, uh, instead of have mother and father, I had father and father, you know? So that's so pretty nice. You played the son of a gay couple. Yeah. 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 And and they go well. The story starts uh, when they go to to the. I don't know how do you say this in in English, but uh, on the story, I haven't had family. 
So this couple goes to to rescue to rescue me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're like a foster a foster child. Yeah. Right. Right. So that was nice. That was nice mm-hmm. uh, because I was doing before that uh, doing playing Michael and Billy Elliot and you know sorry uh, and the musical. He loves to dress uh, different, and he talks about the, the liberty, you know, of expression. And now, the my next project talks about the, you know, like this kind of different families. That was so nice for me. Yeah, it's it's cool that you can connect with those kind of those kinds of characters. You know, it's, yeah, it shows that you have an open mind. It's. Um, it shows that you are interested in playing real people. Yeah. You know, um, it's very contemporary, you know, and, you know, we're still living in a world where families like that aren't necessarily accepted by everyone. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So I think that's it's very courageous of you to to want to do that, you know, play that kind of a, you oh, know, at, this, you. At, this, at this young age, you know, that you're at. But I think it's also a sign of the times because I think young people in general, I mean, people in general are, are become much more accepting, you know. Uh, mm. It's changed over time. You know, it was very different when I was your age, you know. It was, although I was very open about who I was and who I wanted to be with. And, you know, I never was afraid to to uh, to say how I felt about anyone, you know, yeah. uh, quite honestly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a good way to be, but it's also, it also can cause a lot of people to turn on you, you know, or treat you differently or, you know, treat you like you're not a lesser, a lesser human, you know. So mm-hmm. it's nice that, to, that those kinds of stories are being told. It's very, I think it's very important because they are part of society now. For sure, yeah. you know they they've always have been. Yeah, except, that's except, what I was gonna say. You know, yeah. they, they always have been. It's always, yeah. you know, except now we can talk about it. You know, it's mm-hmm. more of a, um, uh, it's part of the conversation. Um, so your parents, you you live at home, I'm assuming. Yeah, with your with your mom and dad. And no, right a, now I'm with my dad. You okay? And you you have a younger yeah. sister too, right? You have a sister. Yeah, she she's with my mom. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, um, so I, it sounds like you're telling me that your parents are maybe not together at the moment. No, they are not together, but they have uh, such a good relationship. Okay. Uh, actually, the last week uh, when I finished the movie, uh, my mom and my dad uh, they went to, you know, they they, they were with me. Uh, Amazing. And we went to 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 have a, a dinner. Yeah, they have a they have a, a good relationship. Thank God for that. You know, yeah. I mean, that's that's saying a lot about them. You know, the fact that you know uh, they're separated and that they're still supporting what you're doing. It's yeah. uh, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, we all have a um, many of us have a story to tell about that kind of a situation in your family, and but you're able to channel all this energy into your performances. You know, it's interesting yeah. how that kind of how those kinds of roles are finding you and you're finding them, you know. So I mm-hmm. want to ask you about the role of music in your life. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, I was when I when I was growing up, I wanted to be a singer and mm-hmm. I turned into a singer, you know. I just released um I'm working on my seventh studio album. I just released a new single, you know, it's doing well. Right. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, it just came out like four days ago, and so uh, it's very exciting, and it's going to radio, and uh, so we're just in the beginning of that launch, and, you know, uh, by the way, thank you everybody that has already played it and added it to your playlists. It's called Sugar My, and uh, so we're very excited about it, you know, like releasing music is always like a really, it's a big moment because, you know, you put a lot of work into it, takes a lot of time, you know, you try to find the right people to work with. You know, you're 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 playing all all the different roles. You know, you're writing, you're producing, you're setting it up. You're you, you know, you rely on the relationships that you have with other people in the music business, and you know, you talk about you you, you build your connections with the label and the distributor and the publicist and the radio promoter, and you know, it goes on and on and on and on. Yeah. And the musicians, and you know, I mean, you you kind of know what it's like because you're in the film industry and. I've also acted in films and I'm, I sing in films. And so I know what the, the, the it's a huge uh, uh, undertaking, 
you know so yeah. when you get to that point when you finally release the music there's this sort of um moment of joy and pleasure and being very excited about you know if everything goes off without a hitch because so much can go wrong you know so much can go wrong like when you release a movie when you release an album when you release a single a music video you know so much can go wrong but fortunately so far knock on wood nothing's gone wrong and things are off you know we're off to a good start um and but you know i always always wanted this you know i always wanted to do what i do now and yeah. uh, uh, it's changed over the years. You know, the trajectory isn't exactly what I thought it would be. You know, like I yeah. got into acting. Um, I didn't think I would. You know, I didn't think I would do Broadway. You know, I did Broadway yeah. shows when I first moved to New York. Um, mm. I didn't really look for that. You know, that kind of just happened, you know. Mm. Um, so I'm kind of curious how your love for acting and your discovery of acting and music um, how that intertwines, you know, how it mixes, and how yeah. you discovered that you also wanted to play guitar and yeah. perform. Like, you know, it's mm -hmm. it's not just it's not just acting. So, what was that? Was one of them there first, and did one influence the other? And tell us a little bit about your your experience. Well, yeah, uh, it was really natural. Um, I started dancing actually, uh, dancing like Michael Jackson. Uh, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of Michael Jackson. Yeah. So that's how we started everything, you know. Uh, I, I used to combine music and dance, uh, but at the same time kind of acting because I was dancing like Michael Jackson. So, well, I I started dancing here where I am. I, I was born here in Toluca in this city. Mm -hmm. um, I used to take dancing classes. And then uh, I moved to Mexico City, and you know I started to act uh, to take uh, acting classes and all that stuff. But on my yeah, uh, I always take a lot of classes of everything. Um, was there was there someone other than Michael Jackson, or was it when you first saw Michael Jackson like on TV, and you were like, I want to do that? Or do you remember? I like, don't remember. I, I don't remember. I think I saw on the TV uh, the video clip of Thriller. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, and then, well, I started, well, uh, yeah. Uh, then I saw a Jim Carrey's movie, uh, Liar, Liar. <laughs> and I was like, no, I want to be like him. I want to do movies like him. I was... Uh, a really fan of, of Jim Carrey, and I'm still. Uh, yeah, I love Jim Carrey. Great. Yeah. So well, yeah. Uh, I moved to Mexico City. I started to take acting classes, and I remember since I was so young, um, I was like, I want to play guitar. But when I was young, I I couldn't because you know my fingers, I, I couldn't play. You know because my hand was like like small. So, so yeah, I was like, uh, I want to play guitar. I want to play guitar. Then um, I started to do other things. And then I had the opportunity to enter to a music school in Mexico City. And th there in that school, I met a lot of friends. Um, uh, yeah, one of my friends, he, he used to play drums. The other one, uh, bass. The other one, keyboards. The girls, uh, they 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 were singers. So, on time of rest that we had on um, the classes, instead of play or I don't know, do another thing, uh, we started to play like uh, songs, like covers. And like like what? We, Can you give me some examples? Like what were the first songs that you started playing on guitar? Come together, the Beatles. Yeah, come together. Um, uh, Some Nation Army. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, those are the songs that that, that I remember. Mm -hmm. And we did a band, uh, and it started more like not professional, you know, like just uh, something for having fun. But then it turns. Uh, professional 
we did uh, our album, our first album on Sun Music Studios in Mexico City. Um, we started to have concerts. Um, so yeah, that's how I, how I started on, on the music. But you know, I. You need to send uh, me. Can you send me some of that music, please? I would like to listen to that. Yeah. Uh, right send me now, a link. Or, no, no. Or send me a link to it later for sure. But it's a, is it on okay. Spotify or something? Or yeah, we have the album. On okay, Spotify. you have to. You'll have to send me a link to that. What's the name of it? Uh, joystick. Joystick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Right now, I'm not more in, 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 on, the, on the band um, because, yeah, I decided to take uh, my different way. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to do more things. Um, yeah, so right now, I'm not more. But the time that I was there, it was so cool. Um, it was so fun. Uh, I played on the on the Pepsi Center, uh, on, on the World Trade Center in Mexico City. Um I pl- we were uh, we have uh, concerts on the, on the stage, very uh, important in Mexico City called Lunario. Very uh, important stage uh, here in Mexico. Do you sing? Do you sing as well? Yeah. Well, I have a lot of time uh, since since I left the band. I haven't sang. Um, well, I mean, when I'm taking a shower, I, I sing, but. <laughs> but you know like that but right now i'm 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 back in music um i'm i'm already uh having uh meetings with a producer and we're talking about the possibilities um we're studying uh, what are we gonna do so yeah uh are the songs in spanish or english or both no uh in spanish okay cool well, we have this song called Follow Me, but it's like uh, in Spanish and English. Okay. Nice. But it's pretty cool. Uh, and and the, the thing of that band that I really loved was that we used to sing and we used to play. Uh, how, I told, how I told you, uh, we met in a music school. Mm-hmm. It was kind of rock school, something yeah. like that. School of Rock. Yeah, School of Rock, sorry. Yeah, 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 School yeah, of Rock. yeah, Rock School. I like that, Rock School. Yeah, yeah, School of Rock. It was something like that that we met on the music school. Um, yeah, that was that was a cool thing. Um, but yeah, uh, I had to go to the U.S. to do Cremacho, and I started to do uh, more things. And yeah, uh, I decided to take my, my way. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, you know, I love the music. I'm always listening to music. I'm always playing music. I'm always in music classes. Um, I don't imagine a life without music. You know, I think it would be like weird. And I don't know. Uh, music changes uh, our thing to, yeah, the music changes. Uh, the music uh, can change uh the world yeah the music makes changes and the music helps and the music for me is therapy and the music uh helps me when i am sad uh if i want to be more sad i just have to put a sad song and on, on my playlist and that's it or if i i don't know if i'm hungry and i want to be happy what I, the only thing that i just can do it's put a, I don't know, music. Um, it helps me so much. Mm-hmm. It helps me to think. But yeah, in general, I think music change uh, makes makes changes, and and I think uh, it's a it's a, a tool that we can use uh, for good. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, my one of my idols is John Lennon. You know, and the thing that I love of him is that. You know, he was always trying to to make good things with his music, and he did. Uh, uh, so yeah, that's what I love of the music. Um, I love. I always say that I have two uh, in my life. I have two loves: music and the acting. Those are the love of my life. Um, because yeah, uh, I don't know. I think I. I couldn't live with, uh, without music or without acting, you know? Yeah. 
No, we all um, need it, it. You know, it's um, yeah. It's music's a lifesaver. It was the same for me. And um, I remember when uh, I grew up in South Africa, and yeah. uh, when I uh, I think Sorry, I Jen, where, where are you from? Are you from? Yeah, where are you from? So, so I was born in Germany, in Mannheim, Germany, yeah. and then we lived in Nairobi, in Kenya. Mm -hmm. Oh, then, nice place. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. And uh, and actually, I have to shout out to Spotify because they just Kenya Spotify just put us on New Music Friday, so thank you Spotify. Um, and then we lived in Johannesburg, South Africa. Uh huh. And then I came. Then we lived in Germany. Mm -hmm. And um, then then I came here as an exchange student with AFS with American Field Service. Yeah. And I was 16 when I was your age. And, uh, you know, and then I eventually moved to New York City and pursued music and acting and um, yeah. and it worked out, you know, so far so good. Um, but yeah, it's, um, you know, I got I got to see a, a lot of the world, uh, you know, a lot of different places, a lot of different parts of the world before before, you know, at a, at a very young age. And um, and I think that's something that um, has kind of shaped me. And but music was always a, there was always a soundtrack. You yeah. Know? There was always uh, there was always something that that uh, that was part of that journey, and it was always a song, you know, by well, all kinds of different artists that I've listened to. You know, I mean, um, I you know, just like you were saying, like the Beatles, you know, which is it's nice to hear that that um, that that influence just keeps permeating society. Yeah. You know, um, in fact, there's a there's a big George Harrison tribute concert that happens here in New York. Oh. Um, for the last for the last ten years or so, and I've I've been singing at it. It's been canceled the last couple of years because of COVID, but mm -hmm. um, I'm hoping that they start revving that up again. And I I would I would sing a George Harrison song named something. Yeah. You probably know. And um, there's video of it. it's on YouTube, and uh, it's um, you know, it's a it's a great song, and and it's it it's one of those songs you know that's like it's the type of song that we all want to write, you know, because I'm a songwriter. You know, and then, so the the for me, it's always, I want to I want to be a writer. You know, I don't want to just be an actor. I don't want to just be a singer. You know, I want to create my own music. You know, just yeah. like you guys, your own soundtrack. Yes, my thank you. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, my own soundtrack. You know, and yeah. uh, and but you know, it's it's the 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 greatest thing sort of the, that you can do is come up with a song that other people then also enjoy. You know, like not just you. You're not just writing it. For yourself, because usually it's a kind of kind of like what you were saying about how when you're sad, right, um, or when you're angry, or when you're happy, or you know, you want something that will um, that you can that you know can connect that emotion, and yeah. music music does that. You know, music has this great power of connecting us to our feelings in this very deep sort of way that we don't really understand. Well, like we don't really know why. Because it's not like it's permeable, you know. We have sound waves. We know that sound waves exist, but we can't see them. But we yeah. can feel them, you know. And we can feel a melody, and we can feel a good story that's that's told, you know, either through music or through film or both, ideally. And you mm -hmm. know, music is so part of of filmmaking too, you know. The yeah. visual part of of storytelling and the the musical part of storytelling is sort of integral. You know, you can't imagine a movie without music, right? Yeah, no, impossible. You know, yeah, I mean, actually, yeah. How mm -hmm. how would that how would that even work? You know, yeah. So do you do you see yourself as also maybe down the line writing your own songs, or did you do that already, or what's what, tell us? Yeah, uh, yeah. Obviously, I would like to do that. I'm not. I'm well right now. I'm working on it. Um, but well, you know. Uh, I'm trying to do because, well, uh, my respects for you because I, I I have tried to to write like I was like okay I'm gonna write something, and I started and I was like, no how how can I combine the words, you know because it's it's different uh, in in English that that in Spanish you know because for example in English you can say more things uh, with less. Uh, Yeah, with, with less letters. Um, Spanish is more. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I'm working on it already. How I told you, uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm having meetings with a producer here in Mexico. 
and we are we're sitting if I'm gonna do a new band or if it's gonna be just me. Uh, I still I still don't know. I think uh, something happens on the correct time and when it has to be. So I'm not worried about it. You know, I, how I told you, I'm 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 already working on it because you know how I told you, I love music. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be a musician and I'm gonna have my own songs and I'm gonna write my own songs and I want to produce. Um, I want to be a, pro- a musical producer. I want to. Pro- I would like to produce myself, but I would like to produce uh, another artist. So yeah, but right now you know. Um, uh, I'm just, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about it. Um, no, I started to. I'm gonna do uh, short films. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna create my own podcast. About, oh yeah. Oh, can I, can yeah, I be on? Um, can I be on it? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's gonna be about, uh, yeah, about the, uh, you know, uh, movies. Uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about. Movies, uh, Oscars, actors, um, industry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm doing right now. Uh, I'm doing like a lot of things, and yeah. Uh, you gotta be, totally... you know, you gotta be patient. You know, it's uh, yeah. The thing with writing is, um, you know, I would always have ideas for songs in my head, but I didn't. Yeah you know put them to to music um or put them down write them down and record record them until later you know and it it took a while to sort of um really come up with that because you have to tie a bunch of different stuff together you know and um it's it's a really fun process and as you as you do more of it you get better at it you know there's a saying that you have to write a hundred songs before you have a hit you know, and uh, it that was true for me. You know, I wrote a song called uh, that that you know became a YouTube hit and ended up on on radio here in the U.S. on Top Forty Radio. But I've, I I wrote like a hundred songs before that. You yeah. Know? In fact, we did a Spanish version of this song. Oh, really? Yeah, we did. That's we did great. because the, the song did so well in English. We were like, oh, let's do a Spanish version of this, and we we called it "Te yeah. Amare Mas." Te amaremos. Te amaremos. And it's on... Can, so I find the, can I find the song in, in Spotify? Yeah, it's on Spotify. Okay, Te amaremos. Te amaremos. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did, so, you, did, you, did you sing the uh, on the Spanish version? I did. I did. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and my partner helped me translate it because mm-hmm. he's Venezuelan. Oh, and okay. So yeah, yeah, so he was he was great, and uh, and anyway, and uh, Alicia Madison is a singer friend of mine who I wrote the song with. I wrote the song at a BMI writing camp in Cape Town, in Cape Town, South Africa, and then you know we had a it became part of a film about a, uh, an Amazon movie called uh, Married Young, and then you know we the song did well on uh, on radio and on YouTube, and then we did the Spanish version, you know. So like one thing kind of followed the next, and we just we did the whole. We did the whole Spanish version thing, which was really fun, actually. Yeah. And I had to learn how to sing it. And I mean, I kind of know Spanish. Living in New York, you kind of hear a lot of Spanish around you because there's a yeah. Spanish population here, you know, which you'll see if you when you come here. And um, I'm, you've probably been to New York, no? Yeah. Well, right now, uh, I don't know if I'm going to go to L.A. or to New York because uh, I'm going to go to study um, like arts, like directing um acting you know all that stuff so i still don't know where am i gonna go if to la or to new york because i uh well the the options that i have uh it's in new york the new york film academy oh yeah i've i've know that place very well we actually one of my early music videos called doing time we filmed Mm -hmm. it at the with the new york film academy that was like 10 years ago and oh. we had and the students. It was a student project, and they they put together this music video uh, with me um, for a song called "Doing Time," and we filmed it at the academy, at the film academy. Yeah, so, that's so a, that's I a good have school. Some that's a good school. Yeah, yeah, I have some options. I uh, I, I have uh, actor studio or Stella Adler. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Stella yeah. Adler, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. So I still don't know if I'm gonna go. Uh, 
to LA or to New York. But well, anyways, I'm sure we'll keep. I'm sure we'll keep in touch on it. And you know, if you come to visit, you know, I'm happy to, uh, you know, introduce you to whomever, um, you know, because you're a talented guy. Uh, Or LA, you know, I mean, like it's uh, there's there's a lot of options, but you know, like I think you have the right approach. I think you're taking it one step at a time. You know, you're you're enjoying the process. You know, it's really I think. You know, this this is not the type of thing you should rush. You know, the right things will happen. You know, like I I always believe that. You know, and yeah. when I didn't, I think, you know, when I tried to force things to happen, they usually didn't work out. Yeah, because you know how you know how it gets. Sometimes you get really excited and you want to do it and you want to do it now and once you want to have it done and you yeah. want to get there already. But it unfortunately or fortunately, really, when you think about it, life doesn't work that way. You know, yeah. it just it does it has its own way of of unfolding, and uh, so so it's 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 a good thing. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's what I always do with everything. You know, uh, you know, I take the ten uh, step by step um, because yeah, how like you said when you try to force something, um, it just it doesn't work. Um, so yeah, that's what I do always uh, with my plan, with my personal plans uh, or in my life. For example, the, the last year I was like so impatient that uh, I have to do a lot of things, uh, projects, projects, projects. And no, uh, it just doesn't happen, you know? Um, so yeah, what I, what I learned about that last year is that you have to be patient. You have you have to be patient. Um, that's important on, on this career, or well, on the, on the industry, or at least in the in the arts. Uh, you Definitely, have to and you know, it, it's a it's a long road, you know. And it, yeah. be happy about that, you know, because if it was going, you know, if you're going to have like if you peak too early and you get too famous and too quickly, and you know, you you. It, and things go don't go, you know, if things get out of control, it's easy to happen, you know, and I, I hope that doesn't happen for you. I hope you enjoy this this ride, you know, I'm doing, Just kind yeah. of take it I'm one step that. at a time. You know, I think that's the that's the it's the best way to go. But it is yeah. hard. it's difficult. Yeah, it is yeah. because we get impatient because, you know, I can see you're very driven. You know what you want. You know what yeah. you want to do. Like I can see it, you know, mm-hmm. so it's easy to just go to try and force it. But it doesn't. It, Unfortunately, it never works. I don't know why, but it just, it's the way the universe yeah. is constructed, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, tell me a little you know, bit more. Tell me, I, I got I to, you know, we got to wrap it up soon, but I want to know a little bit about music and like what you're listening to right now. Like what's your favorite? Do you, are you, do you listen to albums? Do you find, how do you, how do you discover music? Do you find it online? Do you find it on Spotify? Do you find it on TikTok? Where, like, where do you find yeah. it? new music or do your friends tell you about it i want to kind of know like how do you discover stuff well you know uh sometimes by myself uh just on spotify looking for you know the playlist the the run of playlist that they put mm-hmm. um uh with with my friends you know uh, right now i was doing the movie with another girl she's 20 uh, her name is andrea chaparro uh and we were talking about music and she told me like, hey, listen, uh, this artist, uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, you're going to love this, uh, his music. Um, when I was on the, on the makeup camper, uh, the guys were playing music. And I was like, oh, who is he? Or what's the name of that song? You know, like, I think uh, the music comes to me. Um, mm-hmm. Or in, or for example, I th- I listen to a lot of music. Uh, I love rock. I love blues. I love um, rap. Um, so, for example, uh, with my dad, he loves rock. He loves rock and roll. So we're always talking about rock, and he's like, "Hey, I found uh, this new band. Check it out." Um, yeah. So that's how I found the music. Um, talking with my friends, uh, meeting people. Yeah, when I when I meet somebody, uh, I always say like, "Hey, 
uh, what kind of music do you do you like? Oh, or hey, could you could you send me your, your playlist? I want to listen the music that you did you like to to hear. Mm, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I mean, like we used to do that with tapes. You know, like I had mixtapes. I made mixtapes, and I would give them yeah. to my friends. You yeah, know, and they would give me theirs, and it's the same now with playlists. You know, except yeah. you do it much quicker. And yeah, you can just send it send it in an email. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, did you watch the Grammys? Uh, no, those were yesterday. Uh, what day is today? Tuesday. As we're typing this, uh, that was Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Yeah. No, I didn't. Uh, no, there was they were actually pretty good. Like I I actually really enjoyed them this year. Yeah, there were some really nice music performances, and um, well, I saw the art. Uh, some artists that they were on the Grammys, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't see the yeah the the Grammys. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you about albums. Do you listen to albums? Does your do you you know do you uh, is that something you get into, or is it all playlists? Or is it if you find well, a song by an artist that you like, then you'll listen to the rest of the album if you find the album? Are you yeah, or, yeah, for example, if I really love the artist, uh, yeah, uh, I hear the, the complete album. Mm-hmm. Or, sometimes, or sometimes, yeah, I hear, I, when I discover a song, I'm trying to hear the, the whole album. Mm-hmm. If I don't like the album and I just love uh, one song, well, yeah, it's okay for me. But yeah, uh it's yeah if I, to hear the, the complete album i have to be a really big fan of that artist um to hear the, the complete album mm-hmm. uh for example in the case of the beatles uh yeah i, I have here already a lot of his albums uh my favorite Which album one? is the, uh well my favorite is the white album <laughs> yeah <laughs> Good. That's a good record. Yeah. I yeah, think that's I my, my, my favorite Beatles song um, of really my absolute favorite one song wise is on that album. It's called Happiness is a Warm Gun. Yeah. Happiness is a warm gun. When I hold you in my arm. Yeah. I love that song. It's a great yeah. tune. And well, I think my you know, favorite Beatles album is Revolver. Revolver. Yes. Yeah, well, my favorite is White album. I think it's impossible for me to choose one song mm-hmm. of them. Uh, but, well, my favorites could be um, Will Sing the Sky with Diamonds. I love that song. That's a great one. Uh, oh, what's the name of this one? I forgot the name. Um, a Day in the Life. That's a good one, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, the White album in general. I love um, Sgt. Pepper's mm-hmm. on the Hearts Club Band. I love that album. You're going to have, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll send you some other music. I'll send you some playlists I think that you will enjoy. And okay, you cool. Have to, and you do the same, please, because I, wanna, I always love discovering new music, you know. So if there's yeah. something that, that you've discovered, I would love to hear it. But I have to, I have to wrap it up, man. Eduardo, it's so nice to talk to you, man. You're so much no. fun and you're so easygoing you. and it's, it's so... It's so nice the way we connected, you know, and like when I asked you to, to do this, you know, I was like, are you, can you do um, an interview in English? You know, how's your English? And you were like, it's fine. You yeah. Know? And so I'm very proud of you that you're doing this. You know, it's like, it's, oh, it's, thank you. it's great that you're open and, you know, that you want to just discover, uh, you know, uh, new, new ways to connect, you know, and that's, it's a really nice, it's a really nice thing. And so tell us or tell the audience how, how they can find you and where they can find you and what else you have coming up that they may be able to check out. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, you can find me on my, on my social media as Eduardo Minet with double T, Eduardo Minet. And you're um, so smart to use the same name everywhere, by the way. And I tell all my artist friends that I'm like, please, if you say on social <laughs> media, think about it in advance. Okay. Don't use yeah. some sort of name that's hard to find and don't use different names for each social network. Use the same ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, in all my social media, you can find me as Eduardo Minet with double T at final. Um, like well, Eduardo, uh, E-D-U-A-R-D-O? 
Yeah. And Minette with two T's. Yeah, with two T's. Um, Eduardo Minette on all my social media. Right. Um, I'm going to, well, on my social media, always uh, telling what, what, what's the next thing that I'm going to do. How I told you, I'm going to, uh, I'm starting to create my own podcast, um, music, uh, my new movie. I, I still don't know when it's going to be on, on the theaters, but I think on December, mm-hmm. something like that. Okay. Um, but you can, you, can, you can check it out, all of that, on my social media. So, right. Eduardo Minette. So Jan, thank you for having You're me. Welcome. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much. Uh, I'll let you know if I'm in, in New York. Oh yeah, uh, please but, do. But yeah, thank you. Thank you for. And you better have me on. Me. You better have me on your podcast too. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, that's for sure. Fun. Yeah, That'll yeah. Fun. All right, everybody. <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in to episode sixty of Making Sound with Jan Close. And uh, we're here on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts and everywhere you can find your, your, your favorite podcast. And uh, thank you to my guest, Eduardo Dominet. And we will see you next time, everybody. Bye.